What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Danny's Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Robert, and today I'm going to talk about my time with the new Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, as well as a couple of anime and manga milestones. So let's get to it. Alright, so welcome to the show everybody. I hope y'all have had a awesome week. I have had a pretty good one. Um, actually a pretty chill weekend overall. I got to, I guess with it, with it being E3 weekend, every year I usually try to, you know, schedule things to where I'm, you know, either free of work or different responsibilities where possible. And so, Luckily, thanks to my awesome wife, <laughs> I got to just stay at the house and chill most of the time. So I had got off work a little bit early Friday just to, for one, just to kind of like have a little bit of me time and two, to go pick up the new Ratchet and Clank game, which I'll talk about in a bit. And then on Saturday, I didn't go to any of the track meets and stuff. I just kind of just stayed and just chilled at the house, like I said, but I did, uh, so yeah, so got a chance to just chill at the house and watch the E3 streams and all that fun stuff. And then in the afternoon, did some stuff with the kids. And then same thing today, Sunday, pretty much got to just chill, did a few chores around the house that I needed to, like laundry, and then chill the rest of the day. And, you know, here, here I am now recording, but yeah, um, yeah, it, it's been pretty good. You know, the, the kids did good in their track meets and stuff again yesterday. And we just had a good old time last night when we went to the park. So we went to the park and it is th- this is the same park where on my couple episodes that I've re- released recently, the, the Life and Memories episodes and those that I mentioned I've been at the park or whatever, exercising and stuff. That's the same park I took the kids to. Now, the kids hadn't been to that park in probably two or so years because I was looking at an old video I had of the last time we went to that park. Vash was very tiny, and he's three going on four now. So, yeah, I hadn't taken them there in a while. So, yeah, it was just a very nice all-around time at the park we were there for like two hours so we went pretty late in the evening just because of how freaking hot it was but yeah we had a good time kind of went shot around on the basketball court for a while both of my older boys played a little pickup game with two other random boys that came up and was like hey y'all want to play a game two on two so it was kind of cool i was sitting i was on one side of the court watching them play and then the boys mom was on the opposite, opposite side of the court watching them so yeah it, it was just fun just seeing them yeah you know just out there just balling doing their thing against two random kids they just that we just happened to run across then we went over to the um what's it called the other side of the park where it had like these swings and jungle gyms and slides and all that fun stuff so yeah they they had a good time running around there especially you know Vash, you know, just running around, and actually all of them, you know, because my oldest just stayed to play more basketball while the other four all went, and there was, of course, a bunch of other kids and stuff out there, so, yeah, it was just all around, good, fun time, make me new people, um, I think some of them saw us, maybe like a classmate or something there, so, but yeah, overall, it was fun, fun, fun time. Now, as I mentioned real quick, just a little bit of housekeeping. So all the video game and E3 news and stuff I've been doing in separate podcast episodes, like little mini recap episodes. So if you're interested in knowing either like my thoughts or like some of like the big highlights of games that were announced or talked about, check those episodes out there in the podcast feed. So, you know, because I was trying to keep this from being like, you know, a super mega, like four hour long podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, so any all the E3 and gaming stuff, 
check those out on the news feed. And last bit of housekeeping, looking at my notes, and it looks like it is our three-month anniversary. So, been doing this since around March 14th, and when this episode comes out, it'll be June 14th. So, yay. Small victories. Survived. Made it through another month. So, it's been freaking awesome. And pretty wild for me to wow. Yes, I know like on paper, I might not be getting, you know, dozens or hundreds or thousands of, you know, listeners and downloads and all that stuff, whatever. But the fact that I feel awesome, regardless of however many people are listening to this, just the fact that in these three months, I've gotten a chance to do so much cool stuff. I've gotten to meet and collaborate with so many other people. I've gotten to be on podcasts with tons of other people. I've, you know, I've mentioned this before, but it's like I've more or less become a almost a regular co-host on or or regular guest, I guess, on the on the My Hair Academia podcast. I did a I did a Jujutsu Kaisen guest podcast. I was on a Dr. Stone podcast. I was on a podcast of a dad podcast, the one called uh, Dads Without Dads. So, yeah, just the fact that I've gotten to do work with all these cool people and stuff has been freaking awesome, you know? And just being part of this community and just seeing all the amazing things and how talented a lot of people are out there and just seeing that like, oh, hey, my, you know, my podcast, my work is in the mix now. It's like, it's, it's no longer, I'm just a, you know, a listener, a viewer from the sidelines. It's like, no, I'm actually part of this community and it's been freaking awesome. Wow. And you know, yesterday there have been some times where I'm like, man, I'm doing too much. <laughs> because while, yeah, it has only been three months, I've done a pretty crazy amount of even just my own podcast episodes in that time. As you can probably see looking through your podcast feed, you know, it's like, it's like I always do this one, the main episode every Monday. But depending on how I feel on the week, maybe you'll get two to four, you know, different things from either manga read-throughs or you know, my life, separate life discussion stuff to a movie or anime review or who knows what. And so, but, you know, I, I you know, it's a learning thing. I'm just trying to figure out like the best way to go about this stuff and to also try to pace myself out, you know, while, I, while yes, there are some things where I'm like, oh, yes, 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 I need to talk about this and get this out into the world immediately. I also need to like, pace myself both both for myself as well as for anybody that's listening to where it's not like man like every five seconds I'm getting a notification that Robert's dropping something new so I also don't want to be annoying you know on, on that front as well so luckily it's like oh hey Robert I could record something if I'm like hey I'm excited I want to record now but I can always just keep it and save it just because I record something doesn't mean I need to release it immediately so which, which I have done before but trying to get better about that going forward because especially with how much stuff I'm wanting to do to read to watch that's content I can just spread out across time to where it's like yeah I want to read I want to read all of 20th, 20th century boys but that would also be something kind of nice to like you know what bare minimum maybe like once a month twice a month try to get through one volume so we'll see I'm like I'm just trying to learn and figure a lot of this stuff out as I go but either way it's fun like I said three months thank you for everybody that's either if you've been here since episode zero I really appreciate it and if you're new and you just you know got along the ship as we're on this journey welcome aboard thanks for joining and hopefully you know we'll take this thing to greater heights and bigger places over time but yeah just wanted to give that shout out to myself 
like I said, we got to celebrate those small victories for ourselves, you know, regardless of if anybody else will celebrate them for you, with you, or whatever. Always got to be your own champion above all else. So, yeah, but I think that's pretty much it for just kind of just life talking housekeeping and stuff so gonna take a quick little break and I'll come back and talk about some ratchet and clank rift apart all right so ratchet and clank rift apart for the playstation 5 so i've been freaking really enjoying the game so far i think i've played maybe a handful of maybe like hmm, if i had a guess maybe like three or so hours into the game and it's been freaking awesome. I guess, uh, let me let me pause and rewind a second. So, the Ratchet and Clank series is one that I've always admired from a distance. Just because growing up, I didn't really have a lot of those systems that those games came out on. You know, as far as like PlayStation 2. And I got PS3 kind of, I guess, kind of late. And... I don't know yet, just Ratchet and Clank, just, you know, like I said, it was something I always admired from a distance, but just never gave a shot. Well, when they did that kind of like remake on PlayStation 4, about four or five years ago, I picked it up, played it, really enjoyed it. And so, yeah, here I am with the new one. So, from my understanding, it seems like, you know, this is a continuation of that story of like, okay, hey, this is already an established world. These characters are being celebrated as heroes at the beginning of the game. And and then, you know, chaos ensues and dimensional rifts are open all over the place. And so, so yeah, so I guess just kind of like, like I said, just continuing off of that, just kind of just the general setup of the game is, like I said, you're, you know, Ratchet and Clank are are in this big parade where everybody's celebrating all their heroics, all their feats and stuff. These guys are legends. And so Clank has a gift for, for Ratchet. And the gift was this dimensional gun to help Ratchet basically try to find other Lombaxes and stuff like that. But of course, you know, parties interrupted, things go wrong, the dimensional rips gun. I, I won't go like super, super specific, but basically things happen and then they get tossed into another dimension and then eventually get separated. And then that's what leads to Clank ending up with this other female Lombax called Rivet. Yeah, Rivet. And so, yeah. Like I said, I'm just going to just leave it there. But overall, like, the game is freaking beautiful. It is so fast and snappy. The the different weapons that we that I've been using so far are all pretty cool and unique. And now, I, I do see, like, the complaints I heard early on of, like, Oh, well, some of these guns are pretty similar, but I don't care. They're all freaking fun and cool to use. And just like the jumping between the different rifts where you kind of like latch onto like a, a rift portal and just like pull yourself through across the room. All that stuff is just like really cool. And it's just like, I'm just excited Every time I go to a new location, a new planet, whatever, of just like, okay, what is this going to look like? What new mechanics? What new weapons? What new enemies or creatures or life, whatever, citizens? What's it all going to look like? And it's all been really cool. And and honestly, it's kind of why a lot of the reviews that came out earlier in the week, the video reviews especially, either I just kind of, you know, just didn't look at my screen or I just listen to like the initial portion discussions and then just kind of turn it off because I'm like, I'm like, I already know I was going to buy this game regardless. And so now, you know, just like, so just hearing a few initial thoughts, but don't want all the information. I don't want to see all the surprises before I see them myself. So 
Yeah, if if um, I guess for for anybody that might not even know what Ratchet and Clank is, as far as like style of game, it is basically like a third person action platformer game, and the team that makes Ratchet and Clank are also the same team that made that have made the recent Spider-Man games. So the Spider-Man game on PS4 as well as the Miles Morales game that came out six months ago. So, yeah, so this team, they're really good at making unique gadgets and weapons, and you can see that DNA in Spider-Man, Miles, and Miles Morales, Ration Clank, and even another game that they did on Xbox years ago called Sunset Overdrive. You can see that DNA all throughout their games and stuff, so... But yeah, if, if, if you're looking for a cool action platformer game that is kind of pretty lighthearted, something that either you can play yourself or your kids or y'all together, this is a great game for that. So like I said, definitely highly recommend it. But like I said, it is PlayStation 5 only. So just keep that in mind. If you're going out looking for it, it's not on PS4. It's only on PS5. But if you have a PlayStation 4 and you've never played the game before or never played the series before like I said there's another game uh, I think it's just called just Ratchet and Clank on PlayStation 4 that you can pick up in the time for the time being so yeah definitely give the game a shot I'm definitely going to be hopping back on as soon as I'm done recording this podcast later on so yeah but yeah that's pretty much the only game I've really been playing this week and so I guess we'll just kind of just roll right on into some anime talk. So, of course, got to start off with Megalobox Nomad and check in with our boy Joe. So this is episode 11 for season two of, ne- of Megalobox Nomad. And yeah, it pretty much we're just continuing with the discussion of Joe talking to everybody. Well, I guess let me take a step back because this episode actually starts off with him in the hospital after he collapsed after his match he had with Sachio last week. And so they're doing all the checkups and stuff on him and see that, you know, his vitals and everything show that he's fine. But, you know, they also start talking about, you know, this is probably just some leftover stuff from, you know, him when he was addicted to the painkiller medicine and then, of course, all the years of him boxing, there's probably some type of, like, you know, head damage that has happened over time. But, yeah, but overall, Joe ends up fine. He ends up getting out. And they end up doing a celebration at the Team Nowhere um, building that Joe was slowly restoring and building back up over the course of the season. And... When they were having their little lunch there, Joe pretty much just spilled the beans to them, just kind of confessed like all the stuff that he had been through during the five years that he had been away, talking about, you know, how he kind of just was still boxing underground, addicted to the painkillers, was just traveling from town to town, just fighting. And then, you know, even told them about how he met Chief and that Chief was the one that basically kind of led him to coming back to everyone now. And then of course also telling them that, you know, unfortunately Chief passed away, you know, when he was with him and stuff. So, but yeah, that that was just like very heartwarming as he's sitting there talking to everybody. And of course he is asking all the kids and stuff of like, okay, hey, what do y'all think I want to actually you know talk to y'all this time unlike what happened last time I want to talk to y'all get y'all thoughts get y'all's opinions of should I do this should I not and so the one kid that has the noodle shop he was like no because I don't want you to get hurt and end up dying but then the girl she's like I understand your reasoning for wanting to do this so I'm fine with it either way and yeah so on and so forth so yeah they kind of go through that and then Yuri ends up showing up and talking about how you know Liu wanted him to be by Joe's side and so pretty much we form start forming the super team of of uh 
Shoot, what is his name? I literally just said his name. Yeah, Yuri. I don't know why I freaking blanked on the damn name, but um, but yeah, Yuri. Yeah, is in uh, in Joe's corner and stuff now to help him out. And so yeah, we got that team starting to kind of come together slowly. And then on the flip side, we have a moment where we see where we check in with Mac and what's going on over there. And so we have a moment where I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember the order of things happening. Forgive me, I might say this out of order, but basically there was a point in the episode where Mac's wife and son are near a park just chilling, playing, and then the assistant to the, what's the name, I think it's Shirakumo, um, the corporation from the first season, the their assistant came and talked to her, basically trying to get some information as far as like, hey, there's this article that came out and blah, 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 blah. Do you have any insights? You know, has Mac changed since he got the little brain chip thing? But of course, the wife just kind of denies it and just, you know, kind of tries to change the subject. And so a little bit later on, we see or we hear Mac's son crying and then we see the little book with the hummingbird that he was reading to his son kind of torn up to pieces and then Mac kind of coming back to his senses because he had kind of blacked out and so him and his wife start talking because you know she's sheltering the son and then basically she tells him like hey this isn't nothing new you you do this a lot especially since you got the little chip put in your head and then Throughout discussions, basically, it comes out that their son needed some type of transplant. I don't know if it was a heart transplant or what. And this was around the same time that Mac had got in his accident. And so the Roscoe dude had showed up at the hospital and cut a deal with her. Like, hey, basically, if she agrees to let them ex basically experiment on Mac with the chip that they have a donor ready to provide what the son needs for the surgery. And so she signed the deal in order to save her son's life, but also in turn, you know, messed up her husband. And so after Mac hears this, you know, of course they argue a little bit, but then he goes to confront the Roscoe CEO and yeah, it's just kind of a, just a crappy situation <laughs> just all around. And so, yeah, I feel, feel bad for, I feel bad for Mac, but pretty much things are still set to go between Mac and Joe. And we got this really cool moment to where, you know, everybody, you know, Joe is at the gym training and stuff. And then they ask him about, like, oh, basically, is he going to be more or less gearless Joe again? And then Joe's like, no. He's like, he's going to wear Chiefs gear. And then he tells him the story behind it as far as, like, you know, uh, Mac's son, or I mean, sorry, Chief's son had got it for him. And that basically every time he wears it, he thinks of his son and you know, and of home and all this stuff. And so Joe wants to wear the gear in honor of, in honor of Chief. And so, yeah, so Joe is going to suit up in Chief's gear for this upcoming fight. So I am definitely looking forward to that. Now, I don't, I don't know if next episode is going to be the final episode of the season or not, because it's episode 12. And I still never really found out like how many episodes it's going to be. But either way, I can't wait for next week's episode, especially if it might potentially be the season finale. So, but yeah, that's Megalobox Nomad, episode 11. So next we're going to talk about a anime milestone with My Hero Academia reaching episode 100. And so it's kind of wild just thinking that this series has gone on long enough to reach this milestone. Um, and, and of course, hey, I'm, you know, I read the manga and we're on chapter 316. So of, of course, 
you know, it's going to reach this milestone. But still, sometimes, regardless if you read the manga or whatever your case is, it's still just cool seeing the actual episode number come up. Like, oh, My Hero Academia, episode 100. So, yeah, it's kind of now fully elevated into a whole nother tier slash class of anime. And so, yeah, overall, you know, it, it was a really solid episode. You know, it was kind of just, you know, the, the wrap up of the 1A versus 1B stuff with, you know, with the, I guess with the aftermath is the best way I would describe it, describe it because it is All Might talking with Deku and Bakugo about, you know, what he experienced with the Black Whip and all that different stuff. And then the episode kind of going through and we get a brief glimpse of Bakugo and Todoroki them having to go back to finish their provisional license exam to get their to get their license cards. And then we had got a brief tease of the Detna Rat building, which I won't go into too much at the moment, but I will in a second to give a slight spoiler warning. But before then, but yeah, then we shift gears to some villains doing a a winter shopping spree by stealing people's stuff. So it was like this dude that had like this uh, carbon or carbonate power or something where basically it looks like it's just like a wave of water coming through the city and him and his other goons, they're stealing everybody's purses and wallets and all that stuff. And then this is when we see Bakugo and Todoroki show up jet having just gotten their uh, provisional licenses and pretty much putting these dudes down. And so, yeah, that's pretty much how, how the episode kind of went. And then we get this, this new mysterious hero called Slide and Go show up and, you know, offer to help take away the villains and stuff. And then, yeah, then we got a little brief sneak peek of next week's episode or the next episode is supposed to be a Christmas special and so this is where we're going to take a quick little trip into spoiler town so real quick if you're a My Hero Academia anime only watcher here in this part uh, skip ahead a little bit even just check your timestamps because I'll have timestamps for this but I'm going to talk about some brief spoilers for some stuff that they switched around so 3, 2, 1 You've been you've been warned going to some spoiler territory regarding the manga in relation to this episode. So, yeah, so they they switched around some stuff in this episode. So, or they will over these next couple of, of episodes because the moment where Dinky is watching TV and they show Detna Rat on the news or the Den, the Detna Rat building on the news, that is supposed to be where we get our introduction to shoot what's his name big nose free redestro i don't know it's like today i can't remember nobody's name but yeah redestro and so that's this is when or that's the moment where we should have cut to seeing him strolling down the street and doing all doing all the stuff that he does and then you know cutting back to Bakugo and Todoroki showing up a little bit later on. Um, maybe not even supposed to be in this episode or like the next episode or so. But yeah, it was just odd just seeing like, okay, they didn't touch on Redestro. And then when I saw the preview for episode, for next episode is going to be the Christmas special, I had to go look it up because I'm like, I'm pretty sure there was a gap between there and there is. So the order of events was supposed to be, you know, the wrap up with All Might talking with Deku them. And then the introduction to Redestro and all that stuff. And then the Bakugo and Todoroki showing up with their licenses like a couple of chapters later. And then also getting the first tease of Shigaraki and the League versus Giganto Machia. And then that's what leads us into the My Villain Academia arc, which goes on for like 20 something chapters. And then we have the Christmas chapter after all of that is said and done, but it looks like they're reorganizing stuff, which, hey, I'm not mad. I don't, 
I'm not tripping too much, but and after talking to talking to some people about it, it look, I'm thinking, or, or we all kind of came to the conclusion that probably just to make the flow of things better, they're gonna do the Christmas thing next week, and then kind of as like a flashback type of setup, we'll talk about what happened with Redestro and the League of Villains and the formation of the Paranormal Liberation Army because I'm like because I obviously they're not going to skip that whole arc but like I said it just kind of just threw me off guard when I was like wait next week is the Christmas episode let me go check back in the chapters but yeah so that's going to be some some good stuff coming up I hope that you know next week we'll get you know they'll put things back in place or whatever or at least kind of get us the hint that like okay hey the following episode will start the my villain academia stuff so yeah which which should be really cool to see but yeah that, that's all i wanted to just kind of mention on that so let's just go ahead and just keep rolling right along so i want to just touch on and i know it's, it's rare that i talk about the one piece anime but this week i had to give it a shout out so yeah, so this week it was it was One Piece anime episode nine hundred seventy eight. So this was the episode basically after after Kanjiro revealed that he was the traitor to everybody or to the other Akazaya Nine, and then he steals Momonosuke, and then the, the three giant ships show up. But then Luffy, Law, and Kid show up to help out so that's what this episode was was basically just following up on that and we get some freaking top tier movie level quality now now the Wano arc the animation has been pretty consistent all the way through and we have had several episodes at this point where the am the where the animation is like a whole different level, whole different tier, and that's what this episode was. It was basically the the moment from the chapter, from the manga where basically Luffy Law and Kid all, you know, go to destroy the three giant ships that show up, and so it was just it was a sight to behold. If if anybody is listening to this. And you do not watch One Piece, or you might have started, but then it was like, I'm tired, I don't care. Go, go look up One Piece anime episode 978. And either watch the whole episode or just watch. I'm pretty sure there's going to be highlight clips left and right you can't miss. Go and watch a clip from this episode. Because I guarantee you that will reinvigorate your passion for the series like i said if you started and stopped for whatever reason or if you just never even started or you've been like, eh, i'm not sure man that is like a key example of like yo one piece in a class of its own i know people give it crap all the time because oh my god it's too long it's almost a thousand episodes long yada 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 the art sucks all that stuff i don't care what you say i freaking love one piece and this episode was just yeah it was just a fan's dreams so yeah like i said i just wanted just to give that a shout out um for that episode as well as like at the very end when when uh kiyoshiro aka denjiro shows up and just one swing just slices one of those ships and clean in half so yeah it was just freaking awesome and so yeah that, that's pretty that's pretty much all i need to say about the episode and i think that might be it for in general for what i've really been watching this week i i, I guess i'll just kind of touch on you know i'm of course still watching through the new ducktail season i'm almost at the end of season two so i'm at like the the two-part finale of season two so I'll get that knocked out sometime this week, and who knows, man? Maybe I'll do like a like a season two recap mini episode or something. We'll see. But yeah, that's pretty much it as far as what I've been watching this last week. I, I still 
I need to just buckle down and, and catch up on To Your Eternity because I think I'm like five episodes behind again. So, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, we'll, we'll get to it eventually. But yeah, let's take another quick little break and then we're going to come back and talk about some manga. All right. So starting off with the manga this week, let's just jump right into Jujutsu Kaisen for, for a number of reasons. One, because this was the shortest chapter of the week, but two, I'll get into the reason why. So I guess I'll just say up front. So Jujutsu Kaisen this week with chapter 152, manga chapter 152. This will be the last chapter we're going to get for minimum a month, maybe longer, because basically the author Gage Akutami has gotten a little ill and so just as a precaution, Shonen Jump has advised that he take a break, a, a brief, a, a, a indefinite hiatus of at least a month minimum. So, yeah, so we won't see any more Jujutsu Kaisen until maybe the end of July or, or yeah, either like maybe like the end of July, maybe even not until August. So, yeah, so just shout out to the Arthur rest up hope you get to feeling better and come back stronger I, I know that he wasn't I don't, I don't know if to say he wasn't happy wasn't the right word but it it seems like because I was reading through like some letters and stuff that he had put out in relation to this news and it seems like that you know for whatever reason he seems pretty eager to get this series done so so yeah, so basically he he seems to be heading towards the end, which which we've already known that okay we've we're somewhat close to the end of this series because for one plot reasons, you know it's like Yuji has already consumed fifteen of the twenty fingers of Sakuna as of the end of the uh, Shibuya incident where he ended up getting like five six. Actually, no, 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 I think it was like 10. That's what it was, yeah, because yeah, he had like five going in. And then, yeah, then they stuffed him with like 10 of them during that arc. So, yeah, so he's up to 15 now. So, but yeah, so, yeah, he, he's eager to get the series ended. But for now, after this chapter, a indefinite hiatus for the time being. So, send out your thoughts, prayers, and well wishes to the author of Jujutsu Kaisen that he gets his much needed rest and then come back stronger than ever so with that being said let's just jump into this chapter just really quick like i said it's chapter 152 titled perfect preparation epilogue and so basically this chapter was just more or less maki just finishing up her cleanup of the rest of the zenin clan and pretty much start off or the chapter starts off with her pretty much confronting her mother so she pretty much goes at her mom and then we see cut over and see Naoto crawling away as he's saying that damn girl couldn't even finish me off as we see Maki's mom showing up behind him with a knife while she's dripping in blood and she just starts to stab him to death and then Naoto is just on the ground just like, just basically like, damn it, give me a break. I can't use my cursed energy anymore. And so their mom, or as the mom is dying, she's all of a sudden saying, I'm so glad I gave birth to you. And then Maki is walking out the building holding Mai's body, body. And then she hands the body over to the the one chick that's on the broom. And basically just tell her, like, hey, please handle this. You know, she's in your hands now. And the girl asks her, like, what are you going to do now, Maki? And then we get this badass panel of Maki just walking away as we get some narration that says, those from the Zenin clan who were absent that day would soon die. Violent deaths. Six members of the Hiei and 21 members of the Kukuru unit. No residuals were found where they died, 
but trace amounts of cursed energy thought to originate from a cursed tool or weapon were detected in their body's wounds. Days later, the Gojo clan and the Kamo clan proposed removing the Zenin clan from the Big Three families, but Jujutsu headquarters is keeping their verdict on hold. As And that's the chapter. So pretty much, Maki went on to wipe out the rest of the Zenin clan. They are now extinct, except for pretty much her and uh, and Megumi. They are the only ones of the clan left. She went and hunted down everybody else that wasn't at the t- at that at their uh, household at the moment. So that's pretty cold, pretty beastly. Maki out here doing her damn thing. And while this was, of course, like I said, a short chapter, hey, for, for what happened, it was the perfect length. So, yeah, what what a way to to end things off for the time being. But we'll all be here waiting for Jujutsu Kaisen's glorious return, hopefully in the coming months. So, yeah, let's just roll right along to Dr. Stone manga chapter 200 so Senku and crew have made it to another big milestone of the series chapter 200 what a chapter what a milestone if you do not read or watch Dr. Stone please check it out it is a cool thing I like how they use the aspects of science in this series and yeah let's just keep rolling right into it so pretty much we're just picking up from where we were last week with them splitting up into the different teams to begin their plans to you know continue to build a rocket ship to revive other people around the world and so and so we kind of get to this moment where they end up deciding well before before I get to that so they end up <laughs> achieving having built a rocket engine and I believe they did this in like six months or so so yeah that was pretty wild and so yeah so then we have this pretty cool side by side panel of Zeno and Senku both looking up at the moon as they say as Zeno says humanity took thousands of years to achieve what we've recreated in a relative blink of the eye. I suppose, Senku, that from tomorrow on, this task will lead, will lead us down different paths. Yeah, you ain't wrong. And so, this is where we get the the ship guy, I believe it's Ryusui, if I remember right, saying we're going to be splitting up into three teams. And so, he explains it. He says, you know, the first team will remain, which is Zeno's team, will remain in Super Alloy City. They'll keep amassing minerals and refining the rocket engine as the cornerstone of science. And then the next team, which they kind of have uh, Taiju, him, and uh, and the Hyoga and some of them together, saying the next team will head to Corn City, which is California, They'll revive the folks back in the U.S. and get the corn production back on track. That's the wellspring for reviving humanity. And then the third team, which is Senku's team and a lot of the main cast of characters, the final team will establish the other cities. They'll cross the Atlantic and continue around the globe while picking up resources for the spaceship on their way back to Japan as the pioneers of the future. And so, yeah, they set off on their next part of their journey, and then we see that they have now built a new Perseus ship. So that's freaking cool, and the ship is, like, way faster. And they and to, to, to demonstrate how much faster it is, they talk about how in the past, when they crossed the Pacific Ocean, that took them 40 days to cross that and they're saying the Atlantic crossing the Atlantic is roughly about the same distance but with the new Perseus ship which they have equipped with one of those freaking 
uh, rocket engines, they're going to turn that 40-day trip into a one-week trip, which is freaking wild to think about. And so, yeah, then we have Chrome, you know, just kind of just thinking about how freaking awesome this is of how, you know, with this engine, they might actually take, they might actually take us to the moon. And he's just kind of thinking back to how they got here just by, with the help of no more than some rocks that were in the ground, you know, that they, of course, you know, refined into all these different minerals and metals and stuff. But yeah, it's just freaking cool to see. And so, yeah, we end the chapter with just seeing the boat crossing the Atlantic Ocean into their next adventure. So, yeah, pretty awesome way to end the chapter. So, moving on, let's jump into, let's see, let's do One Piece, chapter 1016. So, we start off or this One Piece manga chapter 1016 titled, It's Me, Otama. As on the cover page, we see Zoro dressed as a ninja with the ninja cat dodging <laughs> spears while they're in the attic. Sure, cool, whatever. <laughs> so pretty much the, the chapter starts off with, with us getting a look at what's going on down in the flower capital as we see all the different citizens just kind of just hanging out, chilling, having a fun, good old time at the celebration, as we see Otoko and I believe it's Hitetsu talking and stuff, and, and Hitetsu telling her, you know, like, you know, basically like, hey, you know, isn't it joy and cheerful or bright and joyful? And he says the fire festival is a time to mourn and celebrate those who have passed. That is why the fires are so high to reach up to heaven. And then Otoko is saying, I wonder if daddy is watching right now. And just as a re reminder for those that might have forgot, her further, her dad, Yasue, you know, was the one that was executed by Orochi early in the arc. But she's like, I wonder if my daddy's watching right now. And Tessa's like, of course he is, my dear. Just look at how clear at how clear the sky is tonight. I'm certain that he is looking down at this very moment, watching over you and the fate of the country. As we cut back over to Onigashima floating over the city and stuff, and we check into CP0, just basically kind of giving us another kind of like a recount, reassessment of the current battlefield at the moment, and talking about how you know, how many soldiers have been lost across the battle on both sides and how the numbers are kind of dwindling and stuff. And then he talks about how 4,000 soldiers basically have rebelled against Queen and gone to the other side, thus making it 20,000 of the enemy versus 7,000 on the good guy's side. So, yeah, they're just kind of discussing that. And then cut back over... And we see Bao Wang talking as she's you know, talking about how Momonosuke has fallen. The enemy leader is as good as dead. And she's saying, I'll announce that to the samurai who is sure to lose their will to fight with this. And then we come back over again to Nami Usopp and Otama running away as we basically get an explanation of what is going on with Zeus and why and why he's in Nami's staff. And so basically, Zeus explains it like this, saying, the moment that happened, the moment that happened, my soul has slipped out of my original body and I, he was barely conscious. Basically, this is when Hera was about to eat Zeus's soul. And then that's at the same time where Nami sent out the black balls and then basically, more or less like some freak accident thing, that's what led to Zeus's soul getting getting uh, stuck within Nami's climb attack. And so now, the climb attack is alive. It can basically kind of like shape shift and morph and stuff. And so it is kind of funny because at first Nami's like, ew, I don't want a talking weapon. And then Zeus is like, crap, I forgot. You haven't forgiven me, blah, 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 blah. And then... Yeah, 
and then bow and then we see bow wayne drop down to begin to announce to everybody and then usopp sees her and usopp is about to try to snipe her and then freaking ulti comes crashing through the ceiling and headbutts usopp and ulti grabs otama saying you know basically she's the reason why everything is going wrong and then as she's threatening otama nami goes to swing her climb attack and zeus basically turns it into like a mace looking thing saying as they're saying knock it off and then basically nami and well before uh usopp does a surprise attack on her called green star what is it sargasso looks like a bunch of basically sprouts like a bunch of flowers on her to distract her and then that's when nami comes through and hits basically hits um ulti with the big lightning attack and so in the middle of that we had like a little funny moment where nami is basically saying like, hey like like or Zeus is like, well, hey, since I'm, uh, since I'm not really attached to Big Mom anymore, you should give me a new name. And then Nami is gonna call him Fluff, and he's basically like, nah, I'll just stick with Zeus, because <laughs> Fluff is kind of like a, a lame ass name, but it is what it is. But anywho, so yeah, so Nami takes out Ulti, and Bao or Bao Wang doesn't realize that she still had her like communication thing on and so she's screaming out like lady ulti just went down first page one and now her two of the toby rope are out of the fight and so everybody is hearing this and then this little like horse other horse smile looking dude is like miss bow wang everyone can hear you and then she's like oh my god nobody's supposed to hear that and then yeah <laughs> then basically uh Usopp hits her with a green star devil like a Venus flytrap thing that takes her out and so then Otama jumps on the loudspeaker and she's getting ready to talk to all these citizens of Onigashima or, or I guess not all the, all the citizens but basically all the gifters that she has transformed and stuff so yeah getting ready to do that and then we kind of end off the chapter with going up to the rooftop as Kaido is facing Yamato as Kaido is saying Straw Hat is dead and so is the son of Kozuki Odin if you want to fight you ought to protect what's important first impertinent child so you got your cuffs off and now you think you can leave and then Yamato's like yes I'm going out to see with Luffy which is freaking awesome to hear it'd be very cool to have Yamato along with the crew to to finish off the journey but anyway but you know Yamato is just saying you know but only after I've driven you out of out of Wano and so basically Kato's like I ain't going nowhere little homie <laughs> you know I'm here to stay and then he's saying that you know you can't beat me and basically Yamato's like yeah I know but I can at least hold you off until Luffy returns because Luffy is the man that Kozuki Odin was waiting for. And then until he returns, I'm going to hold you back. And then Kaido's like, don't assume I'll go easy on you, Yamato. As we see like a little hockey clash and chapter ends. And it looks like we're going to be on break for a week. So we'll be back on June 27th for more One Piece. So yeah, that that's some uh, fun stuff. And... Let's go ahead and just roll right into My Hero Academia, manga chapter 316, titled Your Turn. And I'll, before I even just kind of start going through this, I'll just say this chapter just reaffirms again that All For One is a giant a-hole for all the crap he be doing, man. But yeah, so pretty much the chapter just opens up with Endeavor showing up while Hawks is still trying to catch Lady Nagant and you know Hawks realizes like okay you know he doesn't have enough feathers yet to fully try to fly and so uh, Deku uses his black whip to try to help lower him down and try to break the fall and then he's you know he basically tells Hawks that 
basically that explosion is more than likely something that all for one did because of you know because of how it was it simply came from like internal and so as she's starting to, to pass out hawks is like hey i'm hawks your replacement you know all for one must have sweet talked you into this and then basically just saying like hey you know it's not too late to still help us out give us information and so lady nagant is basically just thinking like okay like like after all okay if you've worked with the hair commission you've probably done some effed up stuff too but how can you still continue to do what you do push forward as she's just kind of thinking back and then she says and then basically she tells hawks them that like within two months i was supposed to bring the target to a mansion in habori woods and then she continues that you know not just me he reached out to some others as we get this silhouette of all these different people that all for one basically recruited the same way how he did lady nagant so i am very curious to see these other characters especially if they're going to be of the same caliber or around the same caliber as lady nagant is so yeah we got like all different shapes and sizes of people tall short so yes i'm definitely very hyped to see deku or whoever else encounter these various characters as we continue moving forward but basically you know after she tells them that lady nagant's like so how do you still have basically like you know my soul couldn't take anymore so how do you still have that look in your eye and then hawks and we get this this cute panel of hawks as a kid with his endeavor plushie as he's saying i wasn't alone in this and what can i say i'm optimistic to a fault and then basically endeavor shows up holding overhaul as overhaul is just still mumbling saying this wasn't the deal you weren't supposed to get caught take me to the boss he's all i've got left i gotta tell him i'm sorry and then deku's like bruh <laughs> if there's anybody you need to be apologizing to you need to be apologizing to airy and then Basically, Deku's like, you know, you you want to say sorry, do you? If you're willing to direct that same energy toward Eri, I'll honor your deal in Lady in Lady Nagant's place. And then, yeah, then All Might shows up, and they basically have Lady Nagant in overhaul in custody. As we kind of see this panel saying you know all for one or as Deku is thinking all for one as we kind of advanced a little ahead in time I don't know how much time has passed since this but they're now approaching that mansion in the woods that Lady Nagant told them about as you know we see Hawk saying good luck in there everyone um best genius is saying you know be cautious and Endeavor's like hang on Deku don't be reckless as, and we also see that uh, Edge Shot is there, Kamui Woods, Mount Lady, and so we get, you know, Harbury Woods, former hideout of the Creature Rejection Clan, and then in parentheses, the hate group against heteromorphs. And so, yeah, so uh, Deku steps in as he's thinking, you know, All for One and Shigaraki still aren't capable of stealing one for all from me. And he walks in. The building is, looks pretty empty as we hear a voice saying, Did you enjoy your Q&A session with Lady Nagant? Well, Izuku Midoriya, as it's freaking all for one, on a little pre-recorded message, a little hologram video thing pops up saying, Because if you're seeing this, if you're seeing this message, that must have been what happened. And then Endeavor's like, this place is deserted. I should have known. And then all, all for one continues. And I can pretty much just hear his theme music. I can't wait till however many years from now it is. But we get this moment in the anime. And we just hear his music with the kind of like a opera voice. The kind of, ah, in the background as he is talking. 
And so, anywho, he's you know continuing to offer one saying, "You see, I love predicting and reading people, and a boy like you could never outright abandon someone like her." Yes, I didn't force her, you know. She acted of her own free will. But those poor souls who stumble on the road of life are labeled villains. People go on and on about quirks, preaching the merits of idealism, but ours is a regimented society under tight control, one where the wrong sort of individuality gets you ostracized, purged. Democracy, socialism, doesn't matter. There are no exceptions because the root of all this predicate or predates the concept of human society altogether it's the principle that governs all social organisms the path you've chosen is a thorny one every battle grinds away at your soul with no end in sight can you guess who was on my mind the entire time I was in jail you all might no longer interest me I've moved on from that great useless oaf it's now your turn as he points at Deku and then we get a giant boom as we see the mansion just explode and just go up in flames and this brings me back to my point of all for one being a giant butthole because for those of you that remember him doing the it's your turn was a callback to after All Might fought All For One the last time and basically All Might used up the rest of his powers and then we get that moment where on, when the news people are there and All Might is pointing towards, the car- pointing towards the camera and he's actually talking to Deku saying yeah as, as All Might is basically was saying like hey Deku I'm done. It's now your turn. And all, like I said, that's what All for One, all for one was basically mimicking that because he did, speaking of that fight, he did the same thing to All Might when he was fighting All Might when he told him about uh, Sugar Rocky being Nana's grandson. And then he basically did a little smile thing that Nana used to do all the time to All Might. So, yeah, All for One, biggest butthole villain of of the year award goes to him automatically but yeah I like I said I'm very interested to see where things go from here I'm very excited to see all these other potential villains and characters that all for one has recruited and stuff because um, there's one guy in particular and so yeah so yeah there's one guy here I guess a couple of people that I'm really interested in is like whoever this super short character is up front and then it looks like a dude with dreads so those couple people I'm for sure interested to see who they are or what they got but yeah it's going to be some interesting stuff coming up and of course I'm pretty sure everybody's fine nobody really got hurt because I think I think Endeavor might be the only one that went in with uh, with Deku I think everybody else kind of waited around outside because I'm kind of scrolling through the chapter again and yeah, it looks like it was just mainly just Endeavor that went in. Everybody else kind of waited around outside. So yeah, yeah. Really cool stuff going on. And so yeah, that's it for my hero. So I think last time I'm just going to just kind of touch on, this is just more of like a brief update. So Sakamoto days. So I was several chapters behind. I think I was... Mm-hmm, I was like seven chapters behind. So I had read chapters 21 to 27, which perfectly lands because today, chapter 27 had this really beautiful uh, double, double page color spread with pretty much all of the Sakamoto family team all just posed up. It's really pretty, really colorful. So. Yeah, but overall, yeah, it was just like really cool just getting back into and catching up on Sakamoto days as, you know, they were basically kind of still trying to track down whoever was trying to kidnap the 
the mind reader guy. And yeah, I, I, like I said, I don't really have like too much to go in depth on with this series, but just to say like, hey, it's a fun action slash comedy series and just, I don't know, just, just really cool cast of characters and it's just something I just enjoy reading, even though I don't, you know, keep up with it, obviously, week to week. But every time I come back to it and do a little binge catch up, it's always a good time, always a fun time. So, yeah, soccer motor days, still good. <laughs> still looking forward to, yeah, just more adventures with this uh, wacky cast of characters. So, yeah. And I think that's pretty much going to do it as far as, like, the... The manga I've read this week. Let me see. Yeah, that's pretty much it as far as like yeah, yeah, that's it. So I was just kind of just scrolling through everything because there was there was no chapter of Kaiju number eight or no Spy Family this week either. So both of those were on break this week. So yeah, I'm just gonna take a quick little break and then we'll just round out for the episode. That's going to do it for this week's episode of Dad Needs to Talk Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Like I said, I'm definitely glad that I did split off the A3 stuff separately because, yeah, this would have been an even longer episode than what it is. Granted, I don't think I went too, too long, but regardless, um, like I mentioned at the top, if you're looking for any of my thoughts or news and stuff regarding E3 just check my podcast feed because those will be separate mini episodes by themselves and like I said I'll have for sure these one more coming up in a couple of days after we get Nintendo and whoever else might go between now and then so yeah just be on the lookout for that and as always you can follow me on Twitter at Dad Needs to Talk yeah at Dad Needs to Talk Make sure to follow the podcast, subscribe, whatever whatever it is on whatever podcast service you're choosing to listen to. Share it, tell your friends, spread the spread the good word of Robert's and Dad needs to talk. <laughs> but yeah, anywho, I hope you guys have a awesome week. Hope you're out there playing some cool games watching some good anime or tv or reading some good manga and yeah just take it easy and i'll catch you guys in the next one later peace